What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another special, special, special edition of the Mommy Daddy Podcast. I'm your boy, Jay Leg, and she... Your girl, Jess, a.k.a. R.Lean. That's my middle name. Don't call me that, because you don't know me. You don't know her. What is going on, Jessica? How you doing? How you do? Whole lot of packing. Whole lot of cleaning. You do a lot of packing, you know? Yes. And watching movies, because... I like to do that when I do stuff. You got nothing better to do but watch TV and pack and get ready to move. Yeah, it'd be me the movie and these suitcases. That's what happened. Well, I wish you been? well. Uh, I've been doing all right. You know, out here working, just putting in that work. Oh, my candle. Here he go, lighting that candle. <laughs> I, got a, I got a fresh one. About time, because you was reaching that candlestick way down in there. No, this is a different one. I got another one. Hold on. Let me get it. It's over here. Okay. That's unnecessary, sir. You can just like Hold on. Pause. Talk to the people. This is so unnecessary. This is the stuff that makes us different, because I would have just said I am. All right. I'm back. I got it. Make it all that noise. I like my candles too. I want the ambiance when I'm on the Mommy Did It podcast. Cause you know why, Mama, I did it. I bought this candle and I'm gonna light this joint. You need to use the new candle. This you, one got pretty uh. Candle you need left. a torch just to light that thing up. Man, look how much candle live. Oh, that we ain't sponsored. I turn this around. Look how much candle live. <laughs> anyway, guys, good. thank you for tuning in. I put you on candles on the low. Low key, you did. But you know what? The Bible really put me on candle because he said, keep your lower lights burning. You you make sure you have enough oil in your lampstands and not come out. What did a lamp sure. become? A candle? If I cut the lights off, this could be a lamp. <laughs> still Zero, a candle. Be a lamp <laughs> it's still a candle. Uh, guys, this is your first time tuning into the Mommy He Did It podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, we love it here. We love you being here. Please stick around. We got some good stuff going down over here at the Mama You Did It podcast. Oh uh, before we get started, make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend to come on in. Make sure you go follow us on all social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, everywhere. Make sure you go leave us five stars on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Pandora, Spotify, and all the places you get your podcasts. Wherever you get them, you can find us there at the Mama You Did It podcast or at Mama He Did It. Yo, I got it out. All right, so Jessica, I'll let you, we're we, we going to get into it, okay? So I'm going to let you go first today, and I'm going to just follow your lead. I got some tea, but I'm, I need to write my tea down. I'm slow. I'll be forgetting. Ooh. But go ahead. What, 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 what? I'll let you take some your phone. Huh? Oh, let me escape out of here. I got to, uh, where that stuff at? Let's see. Make sure I don't accidentally exit out the podcast. Um. Okay, so today we're doing it. Uh huh. <laughs> today we're gonna propose the question to the opposite person instead of going just explaining why we're pressed. We're gonna give a scenario and ask them why would they be pressed in that situation. So for a little backstory of the question I'm about to ask, like I said, I've been packing and I've been binging. So last night I watched two, well, one and a half movies the ones that i'm referring to because i caught the back end of one and it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way on some of it because i was like this really happens and i want to hear your perspective on it 
So basically, in the first movie, it was this old, um, older gentleman. He was white, right? Uh huh. White, like and my shirt. Basically. Uh oh, she froze. She froze like the chicken. Take out the freezer. Put it in the sink. Pour some cold water on her so she throw out. Come on, Jessica. Okay, about there. I see there you go. Stop. So I, I didn't say nothing. There you go. Keep on rolling. Where was? What did you hear last? It was, a, it was an old white guy. Right okay, there. that's all I said. Okay, so it was an old white guy. He got himself mm-hmm. caught up in the cartel making deliveries for them. Right. I know it's a job, right? But yeah. anyway, fast forwarding to the movie, that I was like, dang, that's crazy. So the you know what, FBI. Fine. Okay, let me turn to the hotspot. I'm gonna let her get that. In the meantime, while her Wi-Fi is Wi-Fiing, I'm gonna talk to y'all. So today, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna be productive, right? So I, I, well, actually, this was yesterday. I said, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna wash these clothes. I'm gonna fold these clothes. Usually, I wash them. I don't fold them to about. I wash them on Sunday. I usually don't fold to about Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or the next Friday or next Saturday. It may be two or three weeks available. But anyway, I did it. I feel productive. And Jessica's back. There you go. Okay. Am I better? Yes. Sir. Kind of, sort of. Okay, we're going to see. Yes, it's the best thing yes, get, yes. folks. You better. Okay. So, that was the last part you heard. It was a white man. Cartel. Yeah. Okay. So, he was making deliveries. Right. Mm-hmm. The reason he was doing it is to get money so he could pay for his granddaughter graduation to finish school, basically. Anyways, fast forwarding, the FBI, whoever the people was, looking and trying to bust the cartel because he had been doing this for some months. And he was like, he, he had became they like best driver <laughs> because nobody ever suspected him because he was just an old white man. And he would talk to folks. He even sat down. He was at the hotel where they came to look. So he was undercover like, Uber for cocaine? Basically, I mean, he was just like, oh, I got driving a big old truck. Okay. No problems. <laughs> um, and when he really, he didn't know what, what he was delivering at first because they, they told him never to look into the bag. That's sketchy to start with. But then he found out, but then he was stuck because they was like, we own you now. So he kind of was stuck in that position to do it or he was going to die, basically. But anyway, so he at this hotel, right? Mm-hmm. And, and like somebody had snitched about that he was supposed to be there, but they didn't know what he looked like, right? So now they have to try and identify who could possibly be the person, right? So they in their little van, they trying to scope out the hotel. They see him walking and stuff. They like they completely write him off. No, he's just an old man. Da, 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 da. Then they see this. Uh, it's a younger white guy. He's big and muscular and strong. They kind of profiled him a little bit because he was he was beating on the ice cream the ice machine because he was mad so i mean kind of does look sketchy for fbi agents to look for somebody angry then they was like oh there's a single black guy he probably is a prospect too and i was just like see this is what makes me upset okay so that was the part of that and what's crazy they walked past the old man and like they spoke to him and he was like yeah that dude that the ice machine was beating on the ice I just wanted some ice. Like it, and then they was like, yeah, just you know, stay in the room. Like, no complete idea. 
then turned out, you know, they fought later on down the line, they catch him. He actually had breakfast with one of the police officers and he told him, have a good day. Blah, blah, blah. They never suspected nothing. Then when they caught him, he was still nice to him. He was like, you know, it happens. You be safe. Blah, 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 blah. That would have never happened if it was actually the black guy. Then the second movie with Tiana Taylor, uh, I was in that movie. I had on my, you know, I got the movies to watch. Thousand and one. A thousand. Look at you know the movies. Yeah, I'm out here in the movies. Okay, so that one, and then like the young boy, he was walking with his friend down the street, and then some cops were walking in the opposite direction. They was like, hands on the wall, no, no, check it, check. Y'all got the thing on you? Like they was just profiling. So basically, if you were in these scenarios, would you be pressed, and why so? Uh. I wouldn't be pressed. Hmm. I wouldn't be pressed. And here's why. Uh, this is America. I never said it was right. But, I mean, if you black and, and have lived in America and are old enough to realize that you're black and in America, you've probably been profiled once or twice in your life. Whether you know it or not, you've been profiled. Yeah. Uh, the few people that have received physical run-ins with the law and or um, have been followed uh, any type of stereotypical he's doing this she's doing this they're doing that because they're this color uh, you probably you, you've been profiled I, I, I've been profiled before uh, probably it won't be the last time I'll be profiled uh, people automatically see you and and uh, they, 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 they feel threatened. Now, the funny thing about it, it was Juneteenth a couple weeks ago. Actually, it was either last week. It was Juneteenth, and I've been on the Civil Rights Slave movie spree. Oh, my God. Amazon Prime Video. Listen I can't to me. stand watching slave movies with you, bro. Listen to me now. They got the best Civil Rights Slave documentary slash movie slash tell-all. Got it all, and so I'm binging, and it's like low key. The moral of the story is: if you black, you really can't win, and you can win, but your win really ain't a win compared to everybody. <laughs> like your win may be a win compared to the other blacks, but compared to somebody else different color, you ain't winning for real. And uh, so I say all this to say it's to be expected. Me and me and my fiance, we were me and Kyle was having this uh this discussion about kids because I can't stand bad kids like bad kids <laughs> bad kids anywhere especially in church in the store or just somewhere where they need to be quiet I can't stand a bad kid and so it was this bad kid and I was like oh uh-uh, I can't do that and somehow we got on the topic of raising kids right yeah. and I was like you can't and she was like wait we ain't go, she said, I can see it now. My kids going to have to come to me for the love because you're going to be super tough. I said, that's just not true. I'm going to love my kids down. It's soft life at home. But when you outside this house, you are tough and you are uh, respectful and you're going to be acting right, basically. like. And, yeah. and, and she was like, but you're going to be hard on them. I said, you have to realize. I said, I'm six foot six, right? Her granddaddy is six foot eight. The likelihood of your child being big at a young age is pretty high. And so I was saying, I, I can remember 
when I was growing up, and I didn't understand at the time because I guess it wasn't the time for me to understand. But oh, and, I and remember. A and a child shouldn't have to think about this life like this. But I can vividly remember being six, seven, eight, nine years old playing in the store, like all kids do. When your kids go with you, with the mama to the mall or the parents to the mall, what they do? They run around, play in the hangers, you know, hide and seek behind the clothes rack because you can't see. Oh, we ain't that tall, but we can look through. And so I can vividly remember my mama getting pissed. I mean, mad about with our mama being super duper mad about me specifically playing in the store and wouldn't never say nothing to you, but would wear me out. Like be remember and, you were more playful than me as well. I, I was, but that a child. But it was because you was way yeah. bigger than your average age and you were a little black boy. Exactly. And I was, and that's why I was trying to tell her. I was or like, are, I, you're not, not like you're yeah. not like I was trying to tell her that I, I was, I, I'm black. And at the time I was, eight six seven eight nine and i'm playing in the store and i don't realize my size for like my five, age. Ten at seven. yeah not what that tall but 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 i was bigger than most kids my age so when they saw yeah. me they didn't see a seven year old they saw a 10 12 year old they didn't see and so that being said just me being off size alone you can't act like this because you bigger than everybody and you yeah. black you can't do that so that had to be introduced to me at a young age. Um, even playing basketball in the city league, mama had to carry during a birth certificate everywhere. Everybody thought I, I was playing 12 under, 12, 12 U. They, mm-hmm. These Bamas think I'm 15. Like, <laughs> and so the, the, the thought of you being a, 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 and that's just size, but this, this literally go with everything. Like, like, like for instance, you could be staring off into the distance. And a person can walk by you and just think you just mad at the world, and you're not mad at the Multiple world. Multiple times, a lot. It happens if, a lot for me. If you've never been in the elevator and a, and a woman clutch her purse, like, man, that's disrespectful. If I want that purse, I get that purse. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not. It's I'm nothing not, you can do to stop that man from taking I, that purse. Man, I promise <laughs> like, you, if I the want your purse, man is stronger than the woman, and so I'm like, way bigger than average. Like, if I want your purse, I'm gonna get your purse and everything in it. So don't clutch your purse. Right. And so and that and that's and that's where it comes to almost saying not saying a person has to be a certain way to be deemed as such. Cause to me, in my opinion, you should act how you act. Everybody else has to perceive you how they should perceive you, but that's just what they gotta live with. Right. I'm not cold switching. I don't change my voice nowhere I go. Never have, never will. This is how I talk. Now when I talk, I'm gonna talk respectful. It's certain words I may or may not use, but that don't mean I'm changing the tone, the dialect. And the 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 depthness of English that I'm gonna use around certain crowds, and so when you talk about being stereotyped, when you're being profiled, junk happens. But growing up being this way, I already knew it, it, it's kind of like watching a soccer family, or 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 like like when I'm when when a parent has a bunch of kids or just kids in general that play sports or cheerlead or whatever. And those kids die hard, good at basketball, good at football at a young age. And he get to high school and he the best there. I mean, he been the best everywhere he been, right? So that 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 person been good everywhere they been. So it ain't no big deal that I'm better than you here at the high school level too. I'm better than you at the college level. I've been good my whole life. I'm good in the NBA. I was good when I was 10. Like, it ain't no big deal. And so I guess it's the same, same thing. 
I, I guess. I guess I wouldn't say as far as it, that's the exact same thing, but I definitely can see how um they replicate. And the only reason I say this is because when it comes to stuff like, like I'm just using the example you said, like sports and stuff like that, like those come with rule parameters. Like we have a referee, we have something we're supposed to have somebody that's judging it per se. It's supposed to strictly follow the law of that sport, which is most likely normally held to a pretty good standard in sports in comparison to what happens in real life, where it's Mm -hmm. like um, agencies or governmental agencies, like they know the law, but then again, the other like past games in this instance, past games might've taught them something. And so now mm. they're over suspecting. Oh, I can't talk. Suspecting something. Sure. Okay, calm down. Not too much. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so I think it's that the increase of profiling per se is a lot larger in real life than it is in sports. Like we expect LeBron to run somebody over in a basketball game. That's because you've seen it, though. That's because we've seen it. But when it comes to real life, they've seen one person do it, but now they assume everybody else will do it, and that just ain't right. We know LeBron is capable. You gotta listen, bro. This is the thing. Like my rebuttal to that would be like, for instance, right? Same thing with the I stick with the LeBron narrative. So look, me being black, I, I the cop has seen somebody black shoot somebody. Okay, he sees somebody black. Steal money and sell drugs. He's seen that. Now he assumes I've done it. But me knowing how the game works, just like how LeBron know. LeBron know when you come down the court, sit up in a two-three zone. I'm gonna shoot you out this zone. Meaning I'm gonna shoot threes till you come out of here. Now you gotta come guard me one-on-one. Now you got me one-on-one. I'm going to the rim. He know that. He know the game. It's the same thing with me being a black man in America. I know the game. I know for a fact when a white person see me or just people in general. I, just, I ain't. Just, all races be a little racist to black folks, to be completely honest. I think but, everybody racially profiles everybody, in a, and even in the smallest oh, you absolutely do. You absolutely I think it's do. been embedded in us almost to do so right. for our own protection or just from nature versus nature. Because when I found a white person that can cook like my mama, I'd be like, oh. Who you, you grew up with? You cooking. You cook. around. When I see a white person some rhythm, I'd be like, oh, okay. You get <laughs> to it, boy. You get to it. We hyped them so hard. Yeah. Anytime you see that happening in a black hey. event, they get hyped up the most. Hey. Even if they can't dance, we be supporting you. for real. And so, but you know how the game go though. Like, it, bro, if, if I'm used to getting hit in the face every time I walk in my house, well, the next time I walk in my house, I'm gonna start doing what? I'm gonna start grimacing, and then eventually I'm gonna start I ducking. You, I was like, I hope you a duck. Well, I'm, I'm saying you're gonna grimace the first couple times, then you gonna start ducking. Then you're gonna be quick with your ducks. Well, you're gonna get it like you know how the game go. You you get used to it, you adapt. And that's all it is, just adaptation. Now, am I not pressed that it's happening to me and ain't happening to everybody else? Of course. Of course yeah. it bothers me that I gotta go through this, don't nobody else gotta go through it. But that's how the game go. I know how the game go before I even get in the game. Like you literally know. You know. Yeah. I guess just like how you said, like a cop has seen a black person do this or a black person do that, but it's like you have equally seen. Someone of this race do that, and, and you know, but the same benefit of the na- benefit of the doubt is not always extended mm-hmm. in every situation to every but, person. And but can you? And I understand to me, they have to 
understand in certain situations they have to think really fast. They have to consider their safety. But it's just like in their job, they almost have to think the worst. But then sometimes it provides the worst reaction to something that didn't require it. So I don't know how they can find the balance between that. But it, it needs to be something. To me, sometimes you got to look at it like this, right? By me knowing how the game go, I can protect myself by playing the game with you. For instance, I know, and this is this is a lesson learned from my parents. I know when I'm talking with certain groups of people and certain levels of superiority, superior, I don't know how to say that superiority. Word, superiority. Yeah, I ain't know that other word. Superiority above me at a in a professional setting, I know how to get through it. Hey, don't everybody, whether they admit it or not, like the ego stroke. Man, I'm trying to get like you, my wife. Man, that was fire. <laughs> how did you do that? I'm asking questions. I'm, really? Man, I got to figure out how to do that. Can you teach me that? Even though I don't know how to do it. But can you teach? Everybody like the ego stroke. It's how the game go. Like, I, I, I know how it is. Like, the situation been the situation since the beginning of the time. When they brought us over here in the 1600s, we've been here since the 1600s. We've been thugging out. We was in bondage for 400 years. We got out in the 1800s. Then we went to a whole nother struggle trying to get some rights. Now we got the rights. Now we're just trying to ex- exercise the rights to perfection. We want it all. And so that bothers a lot of people. But how do I get over it? Sometimes you got to stroke the ego. And yeah, I don't stroke no ego. Eventually, you're going to have to stroke somebody's ego. Because it's going to be that one person that don't want nothing to do with you until you stroke the ego. I've seen it firsthand, even in college. In college, man, I used to I used to go, bro. Okay, before you go there, I, went to, I, I feel like this example is going to be really great for the risk to reward of stroking the ego. Okay, risk to reward. The, the the reward of stroking ego, for instance, when I was when I was in college, I went to a PWI, and ninety five percent of my professionals were white and or not black. Like I don't think I had one black. The the point being, I had one African American studies, and that wasn't even in my major, but I just took it as elective. But ninety five percent of my professors were white and or indifferent. The ego being stroked was such. I don't know how to do this, right? It's clear I don't. I'm trying to learn how to do it, so what do I do? You could think, a lot of people see this as being a good student. I played in two ways. I'm black, I'm coming to you, so you already got a preconceived notion. Most people do. A lot of people don't. I ain't going to say everybody do does, but I, I, I feel like some people do have a preconceived notion when they see a black man come to them about something this higher education, right? So I go in here, I'm asking questions, legit questions that I don't know the answer to. Then eventually, I see you outside of class. I'm not talking to you about work or school at all. I'm just saying, how are you doing as a person? Genuine, but yet with a purpose. All right? Then I go back over and over again asking questions whether I know or don't know the answer to them. I want to learn how to do this. Can you send me extra material? Uh, Dang, that's cool. What you doing this weekend? Whether I'm interested or not. Everybody like the ego stroke. I passed 99% of my classes because I was stroking egos. I didn't, bro. I didn't. I promise you, bro. I was. I was not all qualified to pass some classes. I'm just gonna keep it a book. I did not know all that stuff. But what did I do? I go to these office houses. I build a relationship with this person, whether they like me or my kind or not. And I'm going to stroke your ego. I'm gonna play you like a four quarter basketball game. I'm gonna start with the introduction. 
once I get to the introduction, I'm going to break you down, try to figure out ways I can get around this situation, meaning I'm going to ask questions. Number three, I'm going to execute the question. And number four, I'm going to finish at the rim with the test. And you go know me when you grade the test because I've been at your office. I'll tell you, you're going to know my name. It's hard to feel somebody you like. And I'm going to smile your face with these pearly white teeth. So, that's how I start the ego. Man, I had Bama's. I had teachers, bro, out there all in the union. Man, what's up, my guy? No cap. These are not black people. <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't no kisser. I don't live, I don't kiss no booty. But I stroke ego. I'm not all in your face trying to get you to help me. I'm not yeah. I'm not that dude. But what I will do is come you to you. Just as make a sure person. you well know. Bro, yeah. it ain't bro, it ain't a personal earth I'm scared to talk to. I'm gonna keep it stacked. It just ain't. Because everybody's a person. At the end of the day, you put your pants on one leg at a time, your stomach get to hurt, you use the same tissue I use. And everybody out here is a person. I ain't scared to talk to you. Same way with the police. I got pulled over by the police not too long ago. And how you doing, officer? Here's my license and registration. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, oh, you good. It was just a warning. Just slow it down. Thank you, sir. Have a blessed evening. What am I cold switching? Told me, thank you, sir. No, no, no. I didn't say it like that. Thank you, sir. Got your calls and all. No, I ain't saying like that. But I'm just saying, like, but for real, like, how you doing, officer? I'm having a good day. Yeah, you pulled me over, but have a blessed. No (laughs) ticket was no ticket was distributed. Man, you better, man, y'all better be nice to these people. Listen, in that same movie, the one with the uh, old man, they had pulled over this this black. They was looking for a black truck. This dude had a black truck. It was a a Latino fella. He got out. He said, "My hands are up." These are. This is the worst five minutes of my life. The scariest five minutes of my life. <laughs> and they were like, we was just checking it. So they was like, he got in because they was looking for drugs. They like, you got any drugs in the car? Da, da, da. He was like, no, no drugs. Never have been. Not gonna be. Da, da, da. And then he was like, this is. The, he was. They was like, calm down, calm. He was like, this is the scariest five minutes of my life. A lot can happen. <laughs> and oh, um, they was like, you're good. You're good no to go. Care. He was like, thank you for your service. Appreciate you, officers. Y'all have a good day. <laughs> <laughs> no cap. But see, that's the like, that's that's real life, though. That's bro. real life. And that's the reward to knowing when and when not to play the game. Like, yeah. the reward. I'm not going to be mad at this officer. Like, I don't know what he pulled me over for, but I'm going to be cordial because I don't know. To, he, he, he has every right to do whatever he's supposed to do. So, I'm going to yeah. just cooperate. Now, if he trying to play me, then that's the difference when I know I ain't did. But I'm still not going to be disrespectful. I think yeah. that's where a lot of people go wrong. Yeah, they the start reward. getting disrespectful. The reward to stroking the ego in college was passing and graduating. That's the reward. The reward to stroking the ego at your job is to keep it and or get a promotion. The reward to stroking the, the officer's ego is to go home ticket free. And it's alive. simple. Play the game. You know the freaking game. We done seen it on Instagram. We done seen it on Facebook. There's so many things. We done seen like, movies, history, books. Bro, we done seen it all. Play so the freaking clips game. On how to deal with like situations like that. Like it's so many like informational ways. Even if, like if you if you conceal carry or if you not or just how to like deal with right. being pulled over and what you should do in that situation to let them know that you are trying to protect not only your safety, but make sure they don't feel threatened in order to do something that they shouldn't have to do anyway. Now, have I ever ran into a person of power like a police officer or somebody like that that was prejudiced? Of course I have. 
but how do I play the game even with them? The people I was referring to earlier was just people that just had a preconceived notion of who I was. Right. The person that is prejudiced and or racist and or just don't like you at that day. It's well, a way to play. A bad day. It's a way to play that game too. Talk in a low tone of voice. Don't be yelling. Be still. Yeah. Listen. Respond clearly. It's. I promise you. Now, granted, it could still go left. I'm not saying it can't go left. Yeah, yeah. But people are people. Like you, people. It's from evil. Let's be honest. I believe truthfully, 85 percent of the people on Earth. I'm even going 90. 90 percent of the people on Earth are good people, but there are that select few of people that just make life bad. For us. Yeah. And you have to take them into account when you run it, because you got you got dirty cops. I yeah. believe, and that's do. in every profession. Like you have good yeah. and bad people in any and every profession. Right, you got man, you got people at a software company that's evil people, and you also have that, that select few that ain't. But you just got to play the game and see. Sometimes it takes playing the game and winning to understand how to do it. It also takes time to play the game and watch and watch. Like you got to watch you gotta other learn people from lose. Other people' mistakes. Bro, yeah, that's, that's why I've been watching really stuff. Key. For real, like you really like. I'm not gonna lie, I missed out on so many whoopings because I seen what you did to get yours. So I was like, I ain't doing it at all. You bro, gave me the blueprint you, what not to do, bro. I watched, so I ain't I, do it. I watched a dog on a uh, slave movie the other day, bro. This Negro talked such a good game. Matter of fact, it went. It was twelve years of slave. I hadn't seen it in a while. So I was like, I'm gonna run it by you. This Negro talks such a good game. (laughs) It was good. This Negro talks such a good game, bro. He talked himself out a whipping, not a whooping, a whipping. You know, a whipping is totally different. (laughs) Whipping got blood and meat skin. You need some medical attention. (laughs) Whipping means you finna have these cars. That's when you would call CPS folks, not a whooping. Whooping is discipline. Whipping. they need to be sent to jail. I <laughs> see, yeah, yeah. See, whippings, hey, they got a dot right Yeah, that's like taking you to the furthest point yeah. possible. Whipping, you got a hey, whipping you call CPS, whipping you call on the law. There ain't nobody else can fix me. <laughs> but anyway, this son gun Solomon talked such a good game. He talked himself out of a whipping. He was like, Master. Now, granted, this is stroking the ego, not kissing butt. But explaining clearly, stroking ego simultaneously to reduce the chances of whippage. He was talking such a good game. Bro, he was talking such a good game. He calmed the master down from here to here. And the man dropped the whip and walked away. So you can do the same thing with an officer that's very, very racist. You can. You got to talk clearly. And believe it or not, every racist officer is not what. I'm going to keep it. Oh, yeah. That's a bunch a fact. Of, a Let bunch that be of known on Mama He Did It podcast. We're not just bashing. I'm not uh, bashing just white. I'm not that, bashing no particular race. White. It could be yeah. you could be good or bad and be of any race. I don't see some. I don't see some messed up black officers. What be worse than some of the ones you think yeah, would do you wrong? I'm trying to tell you, Jika he black. My first ticket was that a black dude. I was like, I was in the car. I was like, I was like, my boy. When I see him get out of the car, I was like, oh, we good. Oh my god. I was still like this. We recorded. Yeah. She needs. <laughs> hey, so, hey, in my head, I'm like, bro, we good. It's my guy, but this Bama still gave me a two hundred fifty dollars ticket. Anyway, that's his job. But still, I want speed for everybody. Yeah. Speeding. But uh, 
even yeah, see you. Yeah, you just got. So crazy. Oh, me. No, I think that's the U turn. We showed it past him. That's why most of them don't do that. On a on a one lane. It was it was the end of the month. He needed that extra ticket. Bro, I should have just. That's crazy that they make them have quotas. Like, aren't they like supplied by the government? Like, why they need a quota? That's low key racist. It's really it's no. That's like what what, what's the word? Not scary. Targeting. Yeah, like it's like deliberate targeting, like enforced lawful targeting. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I granted, I know we aren't supposed to speed. But, like, if you have a quota you have to meet as each officer, like, that's like now you have, even if I go one, if you got to make your quota because you got to keep your job and feed your family, now you have, you are forced into doing something that you normally would not yeah. do. I mean, yeah. But it is what it is. Guys, just be safe. When y'all in these situations, think clearly. I know a lot of times and your anxiety. Me. Yeah, your, 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 God damn, let me talk. So, your, <laughs> I can't get a word out. Your anxiety, your your nerves, your jitterness. Just just breathe. Think clearly because sometimes if you think clearly, you can think again. Like don't don't be out here just thinking irrationally, and you don't get the chance to rethink. The next time you're thinking about it, you in heaven or you in jail. Let's think about it clearly in the moment so Lord we can get hell. through it. All right. Let's not leave out that option because you said <laughs> there's a hell. <laughs> so, woo, church at the mama. He did it, but anyway. Uh, so Jessica, what is your <laughs> verdict? My verdict on the whole thing is that you are absolutely right. I did not expect you to start off how you did, but I loved it. I appreciated the honesty of the the view of a black man in America. So I appreciate it. Uh, we rule in favor of uh, defending J-League. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, jury. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm free. Free at last. Oh my gosh, you watched too many Free at last. That is Martin Luther King. You remember you used to say Martin Luther King like Dr. Martin Luther King? <laughs> I used to love him so much. Like I literally was almost obsessed with Dr. Martin Luther King. Sugar, baby. I thought he was the best thing walking, even though he was right, walking. Just, I got the question of why you press. I want you to hear this scenario. Oh, did he just exit out of the podcast? I think he did, y'all. He just knocked himself out. Lord have mercy. Bless the Lord on my soul. Here you go. What did you do? I hope it was still recording. Yeah, it's still recording. I said, no, he just knocked himself out. I kicked myself out. I have never done it ever in the 39 episodes. And you was talking about me when I was trying to do something. That's crazy. My my apologiousness. But guys, (laughs) all right, I'm trying to find my banner. That's what I was trying to do. And I must have swiped left too hard. All right. So this is a story. So I'll be on the YouTubes, right? YouTube is a good place for me to get entertainment, for me to enjoy myself, and for me to pass time when I'm bored, especially at work. I'll just play. I didn't do that. I don't do that at work. I just do that at home. But listen, think about this. <laughs> think about this. Okay. When you go on YouTube, one of, the, one of the things that I see all the time is getting more and more popular, and it's probably been popular. I've seen it for a while now, but it's just... It's, it's just, to me, it's one of the things where when I start watching them, I just watch a bunch of them, and it just, it, I don't know. I want to get your opinion about it. So I'm scrolling on the reels. The reels got all the info. And 
I see you these. You watch YouTube go- Reels? Mm-hmm. And I see these gold digger pranks. And oh. I'm like, these are some of the best during entertainment I have ever seen. They're great. Gold digger pranks soothe my spirit. I love seeing somebody flex up on somebody when they done did them dirty. So I saw one other day. I didn't think that'd be like, that'd be a skit. Not all some, of them. Sometimes some of them be fake. A lot of them nowadays be fake, but originally they the were real ones was like, ooh, I used to I used to like the real ones. I ain't even gonna care. But now I'm just tired of seeing Bamas walk down the sidewalk. Anyway, uh, so the, I seen one other day. The girl was like minding her business, right, and she was walking, and then the dude was like, "Excuse me," she was like, "I'm good." Excuse me, I'm good. Excuse me, I'm good. He was like, "You slow down." She slowed down. She started talking. And so she was like, uh, that she just having a conversation. I got a man, I got a boyfriend, I got a man, yada yada. He's like, okay, cool. You can have friends, can't he? he was like, she was like, nah. <laughs> and then he was like, uh, can 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 I uh, get your number, your Instagram? She's like, you can get my Instagram, IG, whatever. So she walked away. And he proceeds to get in his car and she comes back like gold digger prank dude. She came back and was like, let me get in. And he was she was like, I thought you had a man. <laughs> She was like, I do, but can I get in? And I could be describing a million gold digger pranks right now. Like it's yeah, you are. Like it's a lot of like this. Yeah. But anyway, she get in the car and they talking, and he's like, Well, I feel like you're a gold digger. You ain't really want me for me. Anyway, I, I started seeing, and I never read the comments on these, but I started looking at them, and I, I was like, Dang, the comment section really jumping on these. And so a lot of people will be talking about. They nine times out of ten, it's about the women or how fake it is. But when it's yeah. real, it's about the women and how they are perceived uh, to others. And it's just negative. Most times, it's physical attributes about the woman. Sometimes it's the mentality the woman has. Sometimes it's the instant regret when she sees a nice car or whatever. What do you think of what are you pressed that women are? And this is specifically towards real gold diggers and the ones being paid to act like a gold digger. How are you pressed that these women are putting themselves through this for entertainment purposes? And how does this reflect towards women who are sincere women who don't look towards materialistic things for satisfaction in a partner? That was a loaded question. It's um, loaded, like a baked potato. Yeah, I'm trying to remember like everything you asked. I should have wrote it down. Okay, let me simplify it. Are you pressed Let's do when you time. see? Yeah, are you pressed when you see women portrayed in the gold digger society light? So, am gold I personally digger... pressed? No. Okay. Um, okay. But at the same time, I don't like it when that's not the case like if if they was really like like this wasn't a skit right and they really actually switched did a whole 180 like oh no i want you like i'm like so i mean (laughs) you get certain consequences when you make certain decisions you Mm -hmm. know you have a choice and a chance in everything in life so you took the choice to say no at first and the chance you took after the fact is going to get you them consequences you didn't want. So, 
ah, it's just like, sir, you get what you get. Just like if it was a dude, like I seen, I don't know if you know who Kiana is, but she did a very similar version of it, but on guys. Oh, Kiana, the girl at the gas station? Yes. Yeah. Where she was being like ugly, like making herself look not as appealing and then switched up and had all them switched up. It's just like, hey, y'all switched up. Now you see what she really working with and you want to holler at her. So that I kind of feel like the same in, in each perspective. Like, so make let me ask you this question: Are people? Let me ask you this question: Is today's generation specifically, so that'll include Gen Z and Gen whatever we are? I guess Gen I'm Gen Z. Z. What's the I'm new Gen Z? I'm Gen Z too. Really? Oh no, they don't. I no, I am Gen Z. Please do not try and push me into the next one because I learned the years. Okay. I know I'm Gen Z. Gen Z started in '97. And it ends in 2000. That's three years. That don't sound right. Generations go longer than It didn't start in 97. It started in 90. It's from 90 to 2000. Oh, that's Gen X. No, that's Millennials. Millennials. No, Millennials end in 89. No. Millennials. Uh Uh-uh. Millennials Millennials ended in 94, 95. Then Gen Z started in 97. Okay, say 97 to 2012. I am Gen Z. How are you going to try to keep oh, that so far out? Gen Z is 2012? Yes. Uh-uh, that's Gen A. We're going back to the top. <laughs> I'm no, not like, No, it's Gen Z. Because you got Boomers, Gen X. Gen uh, X is Gen X civil like, rights. No, it's not. Gen X like daddy. Civil freaking rights. Daddy born in 68. That's big Martin Luther King death date. <laughs> born in 67. Okay. Big civil rights. Okay. What, what was we even talking about, bro? Like, I don't even remember. I don't know. But this it's is what say, I'm saying. It's saying from 1990s, it started birth years in its early 2010s. It's ending birth years. That's Gen Z. I don't know what I'm talking about. All right. So today's generation, Gen Z and I guess Gen AA ain't started yet. It ain't double A. They go to Roman numerals, but I don't it's know. It's alpha, it is. ain't it? I thought Gen. Oh alpha. yeah, it's alpha. Yeah. Yeah, they have to start with. Uh, I'm in the Kappa generation. Get to the noobs. Yeah, boy. Oh treat. my gosh. But uh, so let's say so, so let's say this. <clears throat> Do you like how the women in Gen Z are being portrayed, and is this making them into wife material? Is the gold digger era aiding and abetting? To women being more and more single as the years go by. Because back in the day, women be married. These women ain't getting married no more. And is that the men? just on the women. I understand. But is this, I understand. It. I understand. But this is what I'm, I'm standing on the lines of this question. Meaning, is this aiding and abetting in women staying single? The, the gold digger society. Gold digger I don't pregnant. think it is. I don't think it is. If we if we looking just at the women that are portrayed in these gold digger pranks, they could easily get any man they wanted. Not all of them. Uh, most of them, though. For the ones that I've seen. Like, they they wouldn't have no issue getting a dude. If they, most women don't have an issue getting a man if that they want That ain't my one. issue getting a dude. I said getting married. I get that. But getting married ain't everybody's success story. Okay. And I Tell, think... Tell me. LL. So I think... That's really the difference with our generation because a lot of people mm. don't look oh, at marriage hey. as success no more. Hey, 
I'm catching your drill. So you saying the end goal for Gen Z ain't necessarily getting married. Not for everybody, but for some Not people. right now. Uh, for Maybe a lot in their 40s. They, well, I ain't going to say that later. <laughs> when they start listening like, to Sexy Red, I'm out of town, thugging with my rounds. Yeah, I, no, ma'am, I seen Did it. you see what? us twerking in front I of Bobby Jones? I seen it. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Uh, let me tell y'all, if we still had the old format, Sexy Red and Bobby Jones would be the name of this episode. Because I would talk about it. <laughs> I'm Bruh, I was just like, what is happening to the BET Awards? Like all the stuff that I seen, I was like, it's it's not elegant no more. Bro, it's, it's not sacred. It's it used Tina, to be like something to be honored to be at. Not that it is not like people are still doing that, but it's starting to. And hey, you, I just you know when like they lost me. I'm seeing. I, I love her from the bottom of my heart, but you know when they lost me when Glorilla was up there on that lip and she said, "Like you didn't like rich cream," and then she did the little, the little arch up back. I said, "Oh, it's not it. <laughs> Do the rich cream." I think it. she's oh, trying to God. increase her femininity, maybe. She is, but she and that's that she's developing tea for that voice. But that's just a voice. I get with my rounds. I don't know. It's that's a whole something. I don't even know if that's something. That's I can a wild talk song. I don't even know the song. Have you ever heard the? I've Glitter heard though? parts. I've heard parts of it, like from like TikTok and stuff like that. But I don't even know the name of the song. I it's just called Pound Town. Not something I would listen to. I'm tired of This is why I stay in the 2000s. <laughs> this is why I stay in the 2000s. You girls are too wild. Y'all not watching yeah, TV. Nah, like, talking really, about Booty it was, Hole Brown. It's crazy because like these girls really my age and I'll be like, this is really what my generation be on, but I'm just not on it. Like, like our our generation is really like we finna live our best life and we'll worry about all that married and have kids stuff in our thirties. That's literally what our generation said. So we gonna get this money, we gonna get this bag, we gonna do whatever we gotta do to get it, and we'll worry about all that other stuff later. I feel like That's our generation got two ways to go. We either gonna be super rich in retirement or super poor because these bambas don't get oh, it for them. Okay, we be these bambas jobs. Don't. We no. quit a job. Like we don't stay at a job. But it's risk. Look, it's a it's risk, risk and a reward. The ratio hitting like if the money straight across the street, go we get gotta your bread. Go. But look, I think this has to do a lot with not only us seeing how our parents dealt with so much in mm. their fields of work. Like we just, we really a generation that just be like, bro, we not dealing with that. Like there's a workplace toxicity. And the culture that you got here, we don't have to be here. You need us to work for you to make money. So you're gonna put some respect on me, or we out. Like you that's said, our generation mentality. You mean to tell me y'all ain't y'all don't get paid every Friday? This a job is a no way. I'm <laughs> like, not gonna for be real? here. Somebody really be like that. <laughs> like, like bro, only get one week out here. Pay vacation. Mm-hmm. Bro, and and I and on one hand, it's so admiring to see people my age, multi-millionaires. It really is. Yeah. And then like, on the other hand, I be seeing folks quit jobs left and right without. I be like, no security. <laughs> like you ain't got nothing lined up. Like, I be like, out. bro, you like, ain't bro, got no plan. plan. You don't have a plan. See, and I, I need just a plan. Be, I can't. 
I need I'm, some type I'm of working plan. on yeah, I need some type of plan. Like, I'm not even the biggest planner, yeah. but I gotta have some plan. Like you can't just be out. We here gotta have some type of general. Okay, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do in the meantime? Or are we gonna find something and then so when we leave, we got some like because you never know. I might get in shape and become a pro wrestler. You never know what I'll do. Elliot. Be like, can you, you smell what the E is cooking? You wouldn't even go to back to football for me. You're gonna well, go to No, you no, that's different. Football, nah, 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 you can't, nah, 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 bro. You can't go back yeah. to football and you ain't played but one year in high school. You can't you like you, a football player. You can't, bro. Listen, you cannot go. You that's, just gonna jump into wrestling. Wrestling is All something I can learn. Jumping and bro, wrestling is something I can learn. Football is physical. Oh, dang physical. Can you hear that? Nah, but I can hear your phone ring. But it's okay. Oh, you can. Oh, it's all right. It was gonna call me. She wouldn't know that we was recording. But uh, so the thing is, I just very I'm very curious as to is are the gold digger pranks ever gonna stop? I hope they don't because they're very entertaining. But on one hand, is it by not stopping the gold digger pranks, are they damaging the culture? Are they damaging the way we view dating and or approaching women today? I think it has for some dudes, and I don't, I don't even necessarily say that they shouldn't. Because if a woman only wants you for what you have, you can lose that. You can expose. You are, yeah, like you're able to be exposed, replaced, and that's not to say like nobody can be replaced or anything. But if somebody wants to be with you, they should want to be for what's what's actually you, not what with what you can provide necessarily. Mm-hmm. materialistically but like the things that aren't as tangible yeah. like the emotional the spiritual the mental support the you know that type of stuff is what they should desire from you rather in like a collaboration than oh you could take me on a trip to Miami this weekend like okay like for all future gold diggers for all future gold diggers this is my where's my word of advice not all future. Yeah. 95% of the richest people out here, they ain't got no nice car. And or they ain't got no big old the chain. The real, on. real ones. They ain't got no big chain on. So you got to judge them off something else. You got to look at his shoes. Yeah, you wouldn't know. Get, yeah. Do he have on own own shoes? You do see that watch on... you got on? Oh, that's real deal. Like you have to really know what you about. But it ain't gonna you... be a bust down roller. It's gonna be plain yeah, Jane. Can you be... identify plain Jane? Can you? Can you identify the 401k status? Can you? Little, can you, know, you identify the life insurance part? Can you? Life insurance? Why are you trying to see that? That's that's past gold digger. If you look at that life insurance, hey, can you do a checks and balances with the three glances? <laughs> can you do checks and balances with three glances? What you say? You you could have three glances of what? I said checks if they looking at life insurance policies, they a murderer. <laughs> But no, can can, okay. can you look at can can you detail research net worth without googling it? Look at this brother's look, 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 oh, look at yeah. this brother's style, his swagger. Is that suit a, a JC Penny suit? Is that a is that an ASO suit? Or is that a Tom <laughs> Ford suit? Even that big of a deal though. Is it? Is love love anymore? If we ain't got love, that was a bore. It's love, love, and we ain't got love. No, it's not because love comes from the one up above. Yes, it does. Even though you're trying to rhyme right now. 
I'm trying to think of something else. You try to be so serious, but it's just not going. <laughs> Love is so good, you better not mangle. I'm dressed in all white like an angel. Okay, what was your last question? I forget. <laughs> <laughs> you always right. try to rap about love. <laughs> so let's think about it. Okay, my closing remarks, and I, I just want to hear your closing remarks. Well, technically, this is your your closing remarks. What are your closing remarks? Um, no, you the jerk. Gold digger. No, I'm, I'm gonna get to my my points. I just want to hear your closing remarks before I make my final points. Before I go into deliberation. So, what do you think about the gold digger society? The gold digger prank society and damaging the image of women looking for a serious relationship. Final remarks. Um, I think in general, the gold digger pranks and all that stuff is a trend and it will eventually fall off. Okay. Um, but as far as the lasting impacts of it towards women actually looking for something. I think if you're a man in likewise mentality and looking for something real, you will be able to recognize that in the woman that you meet. And so therefore it should not impact real women. Okay. Are you done? I am. That was it. That was the word. Let's go to the liberation. All right, we're back. Hey guys. I'm the jury lead, jury J Leg, and I'm here to announce the jury's decision on Gold Digger versus the state. We are in favor of said Gold Digger, and I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna, I, I, this is the first. This is the first time the 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 defendant has not won the case. The closing remark had an issue with the underlying statement. Thine setteth that it. Boy, say it regular, please. <laughs> Thine setteth that it a man will be able to distinguish between what's real and what's not. I said, the juror be has, able to. The juror has come back to say, ninjas is stupid. They're not going to be able to tell they the okay. These ninjas go marry the gold digger because she fine got the bubble surgery and she got the lips. She gonna be able to get what she wants. And you know what it's I say? Gonna mess up the good men in America, and he gonna be scarred when it's time to come find you. The juror has that's not true. That that's a true statement. Him. He definitely will be screwed when he come to find me. But he needs to get right, okay? Because you know what? Between me and her, if you gotta, if I become an option, choose her because you made your choice already. Okay, the juror's out for recess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're back. The jury has sided with the defendant because that statement was amazing. You need to get yourself together before you come to a real black sister, before you come to a sister who loves God, or before you come to a person who puts God first in her life, you're going to be second if you'll be able to figure that spot. Trust God. I agree with your statement, but you're just so extra. Oh, my God. The jury has went to recess. We came back after recess, and we decided to decide with the defendant. We thought we made history on here at the Mommy Needed Podcast, but we haven't. We side with Jess in the, in, in the gold digger versus the state case. My case okay. is closed. Jury, uh, out, uh, court adjourned. All right, that was fun. <laughs> I see you had a lot of fun with that one. <laughs> <laughs>
What a blast. Well, guys, let me tell you. We've come to the... I can't get my words out. We've come to the final, the little last end, the close, the departing ways. Just you have anything you want to leave with the people that have on their mind for the rest of the week? Um... Yeah, not really, but be great. Uh, <laughs> you know, be great. Uh, don't go messing up nobody else's day like Tab say. Oh, that's a good one. My closing remarks are be safe, keep your head on straight, think clearly, be concise, and don't be falling for these gold diggers, men or women. Tenfold. Guys, if you tuned in this far to the end of the show, make sure you leave a comment, like, share, and subscribe. Make sure you go down for all of follows on all social medias. You already know the thing. You've been scrolling the bottom of my whole screen. The whole dog on time. You can see it. Do it. If you see it, like it. Love it. Tell somebody. Other than that, it's been your boy Jay Leg. And I've been your girl Jess. And we'll see y'all at the convention conference and the concession. Peace. Peace.